Hello and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Chris. And I'm Nathaniel. Greetings and salutations. And fermentations. My favorite. <laughs> what's, your fer- what's your favorite fermentation? When I used to drink? I was going to say food or alcohol. What the hell would be food? Cheese? Cheese. Pickles. I guess that's not... Pickles not... I have no idea why that. Why did that go off of the c- pickles? The wake up word is E C H O. So I know what the wake up word. I know, but just for I, the listeners, fucking pickles. Uh, aren't pickles tenderly no, they're just pickled. They, they are pickled. There's ears tight sealed. Yeah. Uh, cheese. So, cheese. Um, certain eggs. I went just straight to alcohol. I know you did. <laughs> that really says that speaks volumes, Chris. I haven't drank and I don't even know fucking how long. So, what is your favorite fermentation? Uh, beer. Wow. Wow. What? So, so basic. Yes, when we had money, we'd get good, good beer, and when we didn't have money, we'd get swill. <laughs> <laughs> Just partied every night. Woo! We had one night where uh, our power got shut off. I remember you told yeah. me that. And uh, my ex came over. And we we're all sitting on the stoop. She's like, "What are you guys doing out here?" I'm like, "Well, power got shut off." She's like, "Okay, so we'll get it turned back on." I'm like, "Well, we got some money to get it turned back on, or money to get beer for the night. So <laughs> we don't know what to do." So you're seriously sitting on a stoop, debating on turning on the power or buying beer? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a well, hard power choice. Is temporary beer is forever. Yes. <laughs> so she said, "You know what? I'll go turn the power on. You guys get the beer." Wow. Wow. I had fun growing up. Yeah, I can tell. That's why I'm nowhere in life. (laughs) (laughs) We live two very different lives. Yes. Except you drink and I don't. I don't drink, really. You drink a little bit. More than I do. Definitely more than you do. (laughs) But not often. I think the last time I had a drink was... I think when I was in D.C. No tip on this pencil. (laughs) You want a tip on that pencil? I got a knife. No, it's... Yeah, the last time I drank, I think it was in D.C., which is two months now. Last time I drank was wine, and it was probably like eight years ago. Yeah? Wine. Mm. I like wine. Wine's good. Certain wines are good, I should say. I like Moscato's. No idea what the fuck that is. And I like Asti. No idea what that is. I like white wines. I like red wines. But I'm picky. I don't like them too sweet or too dry. So there was a specific brand I liked, and they, I don't remember. Because I only bought one bottle of it, and I don't know what the hell it was. Cupcake. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a company that makes No, like, wines. my ex liked Sweet Walter, and it was, like, drinking fruit juice. Mm. And then I grabbed a different kind. I think I grabbed the Pothic because I liked the logo, and then it was super dry. So I went back to the alcohol store and I said, I don't like these two. Give me something in between. Yeah. So they gave me one that they call like a tweener or something like that, and it was really good. Although now there's two alcohols I want to try still. What's that? I've always wanted to try absinthe, but I was on medication at the time, so I couldn't try it before. Okay. So I got to try that again. Now I want to try mead. Mead? They sell mead here. Yeah, and that's one that makes it too. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see it. I was sitting there at their house and I hear like dripping coming from the closet. I'm like, 
something, in the closet? Something leaking? Oh my god. Like, no, it's the mead. In the fucking closet. Surprise, surprise. So some guy showed how to make uh, prison wine in your closet. Mm-hmm. You buy like 100% fruit juice, you add some sugar, yep. and then you like put a balloon on top of it with a hole. And when like the balloon inflates, it means it's fermented, fermented enough. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. I love, more than anything, how innovative people get when they're in prison. I, I, it's what, not even that, trust me. Because when I used to... I One of my co-workers, well, not co-workers, one of the, the officers that will be out at one of my parks and we'll talk quite a bit, they used to do... Um, there used to be a guard in the prison. Yeah. And she told me, like, all the crazy shit she's had to deal with. She was like, it's insane. People fucking try to smuggle in the dumbest shit all the time. But it's not just prisons. Like, when I used to party all the time, like, you just get innovative with, like, making bongs. and. I know people who are broke and... and who like to smoke. Well, they can make a pot. They can make a bowl out of anything. Yeah. Yeah, because my friends always called me, uh, like, the weed MacGyver. The weed they'd MacGyver. Just, they'd bring random shit to the house and go make a bong out of it. It's weird because okay. we keep having the same nicknames. Well, oh, MacGyver? Yeah. yeah. For different reasons. For different reasons, yes. Mine are for drugs. Yours yeah. are probably for fix, actually fixing shit. <laughs> yes, I've gotten the nickname for MacGyver because I do carry a multi-tool around with me. No, that definitely makes you MacGyver. Yeah. He did it without tools. MacGyver used a multi-tool. <laughs> I know. I remember the show. Okay. Didn't they bring it back? Yes. It's really? actually pretty yeah. good. At least the first three seasons. I there was the one where he made like a cannon out of like a keg. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. oxygen Actually, tank or something. Uh, the original MacGyver is like one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's also in Stargate. Exactly. Stargate SG-1. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah. Lovely guy. I don't know who he is. Like, I know who he is. I just don't remember his name. Yeah, that's his name. Richard Dean Anderson. Anyways, <laughs> we have a podcast to do, and it's not about wine or anything like that. Well, it kind of is. Well, <laughs> yeah, some homemade wine. Yes. It's, I don't know. What is this? Like, the name makes it sound so much better. The yeah. name? Like, it, it sounds like it's going to be creepy and eerie. And you want like, me to oh. tell? Uh, well, well, tell me that. Oh, you just have the name of the place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Sure, tell us the name of the place that we'll be covering uh, today. The Murders at Corpsewood Manor. Yeah, Corpsewood. Do you know why they named it Corpsewood? I do, actually. I have it written down as well. Do you want, it, you want me to say it now? or do we? Well, yeah, you already got it in the story. Yeah, we'll cover it. The reason why it's called Corpsewood. There's something I want to point out at the end of this, too, which annoys the shit out of me. There's some things in here that are weird and annoy me a little I'll cover this at the end. I'll cover this at the end. Yeah, I There's something that just, I just remembered that I didn't write down. I don't think so. But I will cover it. Uh, no, I did write some parts of it. But I didn't really cover it too much. Anyways, I'll go ahead and dive into my segment of this Corpsewood Manor. Okay, I'm checking my order. Your order? Yeah. Did you get us pizza? No. <sighs> Wish I could have pizza. <laughs> I want pizza, I want McDonald's, I want to go to El Torreo and get some Mexican. Uh, El Torreo. That's that's revving them off my diet. That's the first place I'm fucking going. What are you, are you going to be going off anytime soon? 
uh, hopefully. Yeah. It's dropping fast. Good. I mean, I only had a little bit to lose. Right. But I was like, oh, I think the last you know time what I'm doing after the podcast? What's that? I'm going to Dick's Sporting Good and getting rollerblades. Why? Because I want to start rollerblading. Size shoe do you wear? Ten and a half. Oh, yeah, I can't help you. <laughs> Why? Because I have my rollerblades here still. You have rollerblades? Yes. Don't we have the same shoe size, though? No, I'm nine and a half. I have bigger feet than you? Yes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you up in New York. bigger feet. Up in New York, I used to Big do... Big socks. Mild, so I'll say mildly aggressive in lion skating. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. A lot of, like, jumping and stuff. I didn't do any, really get into grinding and uh, tricks see. or, you I know, see, see, see. fucking ramps and shit, but... Yeah, I have a pair of uh, the ones the uh, a lot of the uh, pro skaters use, Solomon ST8s. I'll keep an eye out for those. Well, I just they're not ST8s anymore. It's, it's still Solomon's the brand. I got you, um, but yeah, I I, I want to start exercising, and I was like, well, I don't want to run because I'm a fat bitch. Uh, I can bike, but it's really hard to put a bike in my car or get a rack. So I kind of don't want to get a rack. I thought about swimming. Swimming's good. Yeah, because it, it uses Every all muscle. your muscles. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, I've been looking at rollerblades, and so I'm going to get a pair of rollerblades and do that for a little while. What do you want them for, though? What do you mean? Just, like, straight skating for exercise? Yeah. Oh, yeah, then you can get ones with the big-ass wheels and stuff. Big-ass wheels? Yeah. I'm not going to go crazy with it. No. I'm just going to go get a pair of rollerblades. Well, normal size wheels. Like, mine, the wheels are small and are set under the boot oh and it's got a grind plate in the middle between two of the wheels i see what you're talking that way you, when you're yes yeah, so doing just... tricks you don't catch the wheels on each yeah, other yeah, there's yeah. no brakes I, i'm on. not i'm not good there's no brakes on them interesting we used to take our even when i had other cheaper ones we took the brakes off i'll probably keep my brakes on it's honestly it's a lot easier just to turn your foot sideways and drag your wheels and tilt backwards onto that fucking brake. Yeah, that's probably I'm going to go halfway off balance to stop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just for exercise. It's not, I'm not trying to do anything crazy with it. So yeah, that's what I'm doing after work. After work, after the podcast. Sounds like fun. Yeah. And then I'm going to promptly not use them for three days. Because I have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> and the day after. Just use them at work so you can get around quicker. I... <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that. Uh, I am bringing him to work Monday and Tuesday because uh, where I work, there's a the complex has a giant, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Track? Not track. Uh, like, not sidewalk, but like it, it goes around the whole complex and it's meant for like a exercising. Walk yeah, but it's meant for exercising. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to use it there early in the morning. When you ever been rollerblading? When I was like, 13 when i was a young, a young boy, boy. <laughs> when i was 13 yes uh, so okay younger. so you're not just gonna die in the first time out no okay i, I, I do know how to roll a <laughs> we took our rollerblades out on a frozen lake once just to see that must have been really hard actually oh yeah you can't <laughs> even fucking stand up i was about to say you can't stand up you can't fucking push you can't yeah we just like you got skating towards the water. We just jumped out. We're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he just went boom, right out from under us. <laughs> nice. Ugh. It was fun. Sounds like it. Yeah. Stupid shit when you're young. Stupid shit when you're young. That's why my body's broken now. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I regret nothing. I regret. I, regret I lived the pain. my best life. I regret okay? the pain every morning. I don't regret getting the pain. <laughs> I would do it again, damn you. I'd probably do worse. You'd probably do worse? <laughs> yes, probably. Oh, my God. Well, we didn't think we were, you know, none of us thought we were going to live out of our 20s. So we just did a lot of stupid shit. And then we did. So now I can go harder. <laughs> I, you know, I'm still arguably in my youth. Yes. So I kind of am. No, I'm half dead. You're... You're not, I'm half dead. I'm I, on the way down now. I'm on the way down. Yeah, you're not old yet. Though. Well, no, but the thing is, okay, so the average American male lives to be 75. So I'm past midway. Nah. Nah. I'm working my way out now. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just live to 100. It's fine. Yeah. Easy. Just yeah. do it, coward. Chances are I probably fucking will. Right? <laughs> Not expecting to live past 20. Here you are. Yeah. Way past 20. Not expecting to go past 70. And then you're going to go to 100. Uh, and 40. What? 140. That's my goal. 140? Yes. I don't think that's ever been done. Yeah, no, that's why I'm doing it. Okay. You're right. Trendsetter <laughs> over here, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> what I was going to say is I'm arguably still in my youth, but I, I just don't think I'll do any of the stuff you've done. I, I, Shame. Kids these days. I've done some dumb things. Kids these days. I've done something dumb things like swallowed my bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed a watermelon seed. <laughs> it didn't grow. It was really sad. I wanted to get pregnant with that seed. Now I don't have any... Well, you know, if you go poop it out in the yard, it will grow. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Um, Old Native American tradition. I have to go to court next month. For what? Speeding. (laughs) I didn't tell you about this? No, I haven't been caught yet, though. I haven't told you about this, really? I was speeding in Virginia. And they don't like that at all. No. Most places don't. So they pulled... Oddly. No. He pulled me over. He didn't give me a ticket. He gave me a summons to appear in court. Oh, so you got to go all the way back? I got to go to Virginia. Fuck. In October. Just tell him, due to COVID, can you do a Zoom? People have actually said that. Just do that. I'm like, ah, I kind of oh, want to go to Virginia and be petty, though. I looked at going to this place that we're covering today, but it's six-hour drive. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, ah. yeah. I mean, it's doable if I get a motel or something, but... I. I'd love to photograph it. What though. I what I decided to do is uh, go on vacation <laughs> for my court trial. So I'll be gone for basically a week and a half for my court trial. The uh, the one speeding ticket I actually got that stuck was uh, two and a half hours. Wasn't the speeding house. ticket though? No, yours wasn't. No, yeah. That's wild. Mine was. <clears throat> I was going 88 in the 70s. Well, the th- my car was fucked up, so if I went below 50, it would stall. Oh. So I'd purposely stay on off the main roads, mm-hmm. and I'd just zip all around, and I got caught by a female cop, and I'm just like, I saw her get out of the car. I'm like, ah, fucking getting a ticket this time. <laughs> ah, right, here we <laughs> Had go. Had to go back up there for fucking court. <sighs> I was I think the only one that ever stuck. I could also get a lawyer to be in my stead, but I also, again, just want to be petty and show up 
It's not being petty. That's doing what they want. Being petty would no. What they want you to do lawyer. is to hire a lawyer. I've gotten you know what's bullshit seven fucking uh, paper mail from different or seven different fucking lawyers from in Virginia, specifically in that area. Being hey, we can represent you for these cases. They're so common, by the way, that there are lawyers who are dedicated to this specific yeah, thing. Yeah, they always get you out. And then you just gotta pay some stupid little fine. And you know what's bullshit though? What's that? From what I heard down here in Florida, you get a speeding ticket, then you get a lawyer and go to court. Mm-hmm. If you lose, you gotta pay double the fine. You get punished for trying to fight it. I have never heard that. Yeah, someone was telling me about it. I'm like, that's fucked up. I don't... I'm curious if that's true. I'm very curious if that's true. If so, why? It's fucked up. It's just punishing you for trying to stand up for yourself. Yeah. I'm kind of afraid to get pulled over down here, though, since it's in the South, and like you pointed out. Nah, you'll be fine here in Florida. You know, people are... Honestly, it's kind of weird, because when I first got the job... With the county, I always wore jeans. And everybody's like, aren't you dying in heat? I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to lose my job because of my tattoo. And one of the guys working with me was like, well, what is it? So I showed him you know, the upside down cross. And he's like, what's it mean? <laughs> like, oh, I'm wearing shorts from now on. <laughs> Say no more. I guess the uh, the joke about education is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Florida is great for people being like, it's funny because it's, it's weird and funny because a thing that does is somewhat satanic, sort of, no one realizes. It's like, oh, it's just a cross. It's like, yes, it's just a cross. But then there's other things that they love to label as satanic, yeah. even though they're clearly not. And it's like, wait, but that's... This is clearly satanic, but you won't say it. You play that devil D&D game. Exactly. That's what I'm, like, it doesn't, they think one thing is clearly satanic, contrary to popular belief, uh, and, but they won't know what actual satanic symbols look like. Yeah. So it's real funny to me. It doesn't matter. If anybody ever calls me, I'll say it's cross St. Peter. Yeah, it works, too. Sorry. Uh, Leviathan no, cross. No, it's, uh, it's satanic. No, it's cross St. Peter. Yeah, Leviathan cross, everyone likes to say satanic, just the alchemical symbol for sulfur. Um, there's a lot of those kind of things out there. Anyways, I should actually... It just depends on what you have it for. Yes. Because it can technically be used as satanic iconology. Is that the right word? Iconology? Yeah, I think so. Just symbology. Symbology, yeah. Um, they're pretty much the same thing. Slightly different. Because you can use symbology for, like... Look, Kat, we can't both jingle during the podcast. I have my... Oh, yeah, you were talking about basically, you know, I have the, the two rings. Instead yes. Of I also have a saint on my wrist. <laughs> so I, fucking contradictory. I don't know who it is. It's a Why do you have saint, it, then? though, because I like it. Okay. Anyways, we should talk about the actual story. The story, that we're here yes. For. Um, so today we're doing Corpsewood Manor. And we're going to be following Dr. Scooter. Is it Scooter or... I don't know. Scooter would... or Scudder? I say Scudder. Scudder. Dr. Scudder was born on October 6, 1926. I like the other guy's name because it kind of... You should add one more letter to the beginning of it. 
uh, it kind of goes with the story better. Okay. <laughs> Scooter was born in uh, October 6, 1926, and educated at the University of Wisconsin and Loyola's strict school of... I'm sorry, I'm reading this off my phone. And uh, Yeah, I, my printer don't print. It's I. it's I. Not strict, it's Dritch School of Medicine. His degrees were in zoology, languages, and chemistry, and his PhD was in pharmacology. In his youth, he was a highly intelligent young man, interested in almost everything. He studied drama, music, and art, but ultimately he chose to pursue science as a career. He had two early heterosexual marriages. That's important to point out for later. The second of which produced four sons, Sal. Um, ha. Yes? He had two homosexual marriages? Hetero. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, how, did, wait, how, did, how did four sons come out of this? No, heterosexual. Two heterosexual sexual marriages. Uh, the second of which produced four sons, Sal, Gideon, Furnace. Furnace. <laughs> Fenris. He got a name for that because he gets locked in the basement by the furnace. Not furnace, Fenris. And... <laughs> His name is Fenris? F-E-N-R-I-S. Yeah, that's Fenris. Where the fuck did you get furnace from? I said furnace the first time I corrected myself. And Ahab. Ahab. <laughs> Weird uh, names. Gideon's a good one. In... <laughs> Poor little furnace. In, in 1959, he met Joseph Odman. Adam. Nope. Different guy? Same guy. I just said it wrong. Yeah. yeah. A... Joseph Autumn, 12 years in his ju- 12 years his junior, whom everyone knew as Joey. Joey ser- uh, served as a cook and a housekeeper to Dr. Scudder and his sons and shared quarters in an aging mansion. Dr. Scudder had purchased, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. What are you doing? Hold on, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry about it, don't worry, don't worry. I can't do what I was going to do. I was going to just increase the, uh, (coughs) give me the help, help, don't fuck, I just zoom in, I can't zoom in, okay, it's fine. <laughs> An aging mansion Dr. Scudder had purchased slash built in 1904. It was designed by a student of Frank Lloyd Wright and located on Adam Street. On... Don't you have a printer at home? No. Really? No, I don't have a printer. Why would I need a printer? Don't say for this exact reason. The print shit? But I don't print anything. Why would I need to print anything? I need a bigger phone. That's what it is. Yes. I'll buy a tablet. How about that? There you go. I can't buy a tablet. I'm broke as hell. Put a staples in the way. Ten cents. You can print out your document. No. Can't make me. Um, it was Chicago's west side. It was a rough area, but Dr. Scudder enjoyed the um, fading splendor of the mansion and the space it provided for his various interests, which included collecting antiques, producing his own paintings, playing the harp. Ooh. I actually, there's an audio. That's so weird. There's an audio. Recording of, of him, him playing, playing harp? the harp and reciting a song. I don't remember if it was poetry or a song. 
Because um, he cites songs and he produces art. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Because he wasn't singing it. He, he, he was merely paintings. saying it. They're so just, it would be reciting. Poof! Painting. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> playing the harp. Uh, sorry. Proving a home for two huge English mastiffs and pursuing a lively and varied... I'm sorry. You are doing awful. And pursuing a lively and varied correspondence with individuals and institutions, including Anton LaVey, although he told his friends in Georgia that he hadn't joined the organization to the membership fee. A search of the Church of Satan archives materials has revealed that Dr. Scooter did indeed... I said Scooter instead of Scudder. This time. That's actually why I never joined. <clears throat> did the did indeed formalize his affiliations, mailing his membership and a check for fifty dollars to San San Francisco on June sixteenth, nineteen eighty, and canceled check for a subscription to the Church of Satan Satan's newsletter, the Cloven Hoof, was found on his desk after his death. According to his friends, whenever the subject of church or religion came up, Doctor Charles Studer would say, I'm a Satanist. Which apparently this happened quite frequently. Multiple times. <laughs> that's like the funny that's actually why I didn't join. But it was like a hundred bucks now. Yes. Um which is funny to me. In nineteen seventy six Dr. Scudder became disillusioned with his career and tired of the challenges of living in a Distant. Oh, I can't read this word. I wrote it, but I can't read it now. He also got tired of paying bills. Yeah. Well, he he was that. He was quoted saying he it doesn't. Says want, it, yeah. He doesn't yeah. want to pay bills. He doesn't want to pay lights. gas bill, light yeah. bill, all this. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to say deteriorating neighborhood. His son had grown and left home for their own pursuits. He was still reeling from the sudden death of his youngest son, Ahab, at the time of. His How did his son die? I didn't. Couldn't find it. Look it up. Uh, I should have. But I actually didn't. Un unfortunately. <clears throat> uh, youngest son, Ahab, at the time of his relocation to Chattagunya County, Georgia? Did I say that right? Chattagunya? Chattanooga. Chattanooga? Well, there's an N. Chattanooga. Chatta I think it's Chattanooga. But there's no N in it. Should be. It's Did you not type the N? Chatta, did I not type? I, <laughs> I, I know the word comes up, I think a few times. I'm pretty sure it's Chattauga. Anyways, uh, Doctor Scudder was in <clears throat> was an associate professor of pharmacology at Loyola University. I, I fucked this up again. Stritch. S T R I T C H. Stritch School of Medicine. Serving as both a researcher, a scientist, and an instructor, he decided to resign his business and try to live off the grid in a rural, self sustaining setting. Fed up of the frustrations of the academic research, he wanted to surround wanted to be surrounded by beauty of nature and enjoy a measure of isolation. He purchased a forty acre he purchased 40 acres of mountain, undeveloped land in rural Georgia. 
The forest sanctuary was guarded by two mastiffs, which is his previous, which is still the previous mastiffs we talked about. Do you know the name of the mastiffs? One was Cthulhu. Nope. Isn't it? Nope. You sure? It is an H.P. Lovecraft thing, but it's not Cthulhu. I know one was like a demon and one was an H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft thing. Beelzebub and Arsenath. I thought it was Cthulhu for some reason. Because it, it's H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, I know, but I thought it was where I read it. It said it was Cthulhu. Really? Yeah. Maybe it is, but I'm pretty sure what I could find was Arsenath. Oh, I forgot to turn that off. Yeah. It's all right. Arsenath. After leaving behind most of his worldly possessions, he just, he decamped. What? Why did I say it? Why did I write it like that? Decamped. The South. Hmm. He decamped for the South with his love, Joe Autumn, uh, constructing a new resident by the by hand in the depths of the forest. As Scudder said, within two short years, we were, we were living in an elegant mini-castle. They called it Corpsewood Manor, named for the hauntingly bare autumn trees that dotted the area. There you go. That's the reason why they call it Corpse, Corpsewood Manor. They also apparently... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As they attempted to reach the hilltop, this is straight from the website, the first thing they saw was a corpse of a poor departed horse blocking the logging trail, which they promptly named Dead Horse Road. <laughs> <laughs> so Dead Horse Road and Corpse Manor. Corpse Wood Manor. Do you know, it's almost impossible to really afford any kind of like manor type area, but if I, I really would want to have like a manor house. Like just a, to be like those very eccentric, bougie people. Yeah, I don't want a big house. I don't want a big house. But I would like to have manor grounds. That'd be fun. We had like 40 acres up in there. Did you? Yeah. Huh. We owned all the way up to the top of the mountain behind us. Really? Yeah. So we could like go up there and do whatever the fuck we wanted. Interesting. Sold off like a lot of the trees. Oh, really? To, like, uh, yeah. lumber contractors? Yeah, it was my father's house, and he sold out the trees, but he said, look, you can go up there and take whatever trees you want, but don't strip it. Yeah. So they kind of snaked through taking random trees. So that way there were still trees on the fucking mountain. Right, right. Um, to p- complete their county manor, the two added a three-story chicken house. The first floor was for the poultry and food storage. The second floor was canned goods and the uh, couple's pornography collection. And the third floor... The whole floor for pornography. Yep. No, Well, it's it's canned goods and pornography. <laughs> so... Yeah, they, they tend to go together. Yeah. And the third floor was known as their pink room, also known as their pleasure chambers. But Scudder, homosexuality was far from the only secret. It's weird, because when I read this, and I, I don't know why I included it, but I, I thought it would be interesting, uh, how people said, it, but Scudder's homosexuality was far from the only secret he's been keeping. Uh, for he was also an official member of the Church of Satan. But it's like, I don't know if his homosexuality was really a secret. Yeah. And I mean, he constantly told everybody he was a Satanist. Yeah, and nor so... was it nor was it uh, a secret that he was a Satanist, because the the town that he lived near, no knew him as the gay lo- 
the gay Satanist worshipping couple. So, I don't know why it says it's far from the only secret that he kept. Um, anyways, moving on. I added that so I could talk about it. So I added it. Because I was like, that's a weird statement to make considering that... That's what I'm going to talk about too, actually, at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, even at Loyola... How do you pronounce that? L-O-Y-O. I would say Loyola. So it is Loyola? That's what I would think. It's just so weird to me. I don't know why. Even at Loyola, Scudder's work was not that of the typical academic. Yes, I, one, he interesting. was performed government-funded experience which, with mind-altering drugs like LSD. Meanwhile, he did things like dye his hair purple and kept a pet monkey. When he left Loyola for Corpsewood Manor, he took a few souvenirs with him, including two and? human skulls and 12,000 doses yes. of LSD. So also, he, was... he did steal a pink gargoyle. Yeah, no, he had he, the pink well, gargoyle from college. He didn't steal it. It's his pink gargoyle yeah. that was at his manor. Yeah, he had it since college, it said. Um, two human skulls and 12,000 doses of LSD. That's a lot of LSD. Yeah. I don't think a human being could consume 12,000 doses of LSD. You wouldn't be right in the head. I mean, I know people that would do like six to ten at a a time. At a time? Yeah. Six tabs at a time? Holy shit. That's a lot. It is. I know people who would do two, maybe three. I did know one kid who said they just kept a bowl full of them and they would just take handfuls. I'm like, you're so full of shit. Yeah, just take handfuls. First of all, a bowl full of little tiny eighth inch by eighth inch squares, not even smaller than that. Yeah. At ten bucks a pop. Yeah. And you have no money. So how are you having a bowl full of them? Also, that's a lot of acid if you take a handful of them. Yeah. That kid is a fucking moron. He was always just bragging. Has no idea what he's doing. Anyways, uh, what I was going to talk about is the... um, it says he had, he did research into mind altering drugs like LSD for the government. Yep. Yeah, it was government funded. Did it say what he did though? I no. I looked into this. Uh, MK Ultra. Funny you should say that because I was actually going to make a uh, connection between that and MK uh, between him and MK Ultra. Um, so it says he did a lot of experiments and like research for the government regarding like LSD and mind altering drugs. Uh, the institute he was a part of was called the institute of mind drugs and oh god i had it written down pink gargoyles pink gargoyles yes mind drugs and pink gargoyles behavior that's what it was mind drugs and behavior uh so it was like the institute of study of mind drugs and behavior is what it was called i looked into that i couldn't find anything on that whatsoever I tried finding some of his research papers because that's how research works. You'll, you'll usually do a paper and then uh, submit it to be peer-reviewed. would drop a tab and just not do anything all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I that was his research. How does I this couldn't affect find me? any research papers. I couldn't find what institute he's a part of. I couldn't find what he did, any of that. Maybe I'm not looking in the right place. Maybe I didn't put in the right words. Maybe you don't have enough clearance. Maybe, um, but I couldn't find anything actually on this, but everywhere I looked said that he was a part of some kind of research with it. Um, I know MK Ultra also was going on at this time period. And involved. 
so it is possible LSD that in some way or another that he was involved with MK Ultra. I'm not gonna say he was, but it was around the same time. And he did, and it does say that he got disillusioned by his job and didn't want to do it anymore. So it's possible that after doing like some fucked up shit, he's like, "I'm done. I can't do this anymore." They keep yelling at me for eating the acid. <laughs> I I I too <laughs> want to be tested. Okay, I I found out recently why they actually call it MK Ultra. Why is that? Because MK was they like love Mortal Kombat. MK was like the file designation for the group. Um, and Ultra was the clearance, clearance level. level. Yeah. That's usually how stuff gets weird names. Yeah. All the time it's weird shit like that. Well, we Have think we it's ever weird. covered uh, the conspiracy theory of like the different levels of like Top Secret? No. Oh my god. That's a... F- it's interesting because it's like the president doesn't have the highest security level. There are multiple people like clearances above what he even gets. Yeah. And it's like... It's mm, not really a conspiracy. It's... No. Yes and no. But I it gets to like... huge spot shaving my head. <laughs> Sorry. But it gets like weirdly specific for like the higher up you go. It was like... Um, clearance level Abaddon or some shit like that. Some weird name. I can't remember any of the clearance levels. But it was like... Uh, where they have direct contact with aliens and ah. and they're like oh, okay. liaisons between. That's what I'm talking with about. The lizard people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not. It's not that there are high level security clearances and weird names, but that there's high level security clearances regarding aliens and that kind of stuff, which is real fun to actually look at. Have you been through all the different races that are apparently have been to Earth or no. are currently on Earth? Oh boy, it's just... there's a lot of fun ones. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see any weirder stuff in my life. I will just avoid this. It'll find me if it wants to. True. Now, souvenirs in hand, uh, Scudder was free to express his Satanism within the confines of the corpse manor. The forest sanctuary was guarded. I, did I put this in twice? We should point out that. I put this in twice. The Satanism he's involved no, in. No, I put it in. Did you? I did. Okay. Now I'll cover it here in a minute. Um, just for people that don't know. That's true. Local legends add to the pairs also summoned a real... Uh, so, like... Yeah, they had the two dogs. The two dogs also a real demon. summons two real demons whenever to also guard the house. Um, fittingly, Scudder and Autumn also decorated Corpse Manor with various gothic paraphernalia, including the skulls that Scudder had swiped and a pink gargoyle he had brought from his old mansion. Scudder himself thought of Corpse Manor as more like a mausoleum and a tomb requiring care cleaning and endless constant love prayers scudder also fashioned a stained glass window adorned with the ba- prophet known as bahamut or baphomet no. yeah it was, it was a baphomet i've heard it pronounced different ways bahamut would be totally different bahamut the platinum dragon decorated <laughs> with the blue-eyed dragon no bahamut from dungeons and dragons this is a platinum dragon it's a god from dungeons and dragons Baphomet, an important figure in the Church of Satan, and while Scudder took his Satanism seriously, it's important to understand what exactly that yeah, religion yeah. meant to him. Scudder, like other members of the cult of the, the Church of Satan, not the cult of Satan, didn't worship Satan and was indeed an atheist who chose to celebrate the base 
basically do worldly pleasures that he and other church members felt were denied to humans by the Abrahamic. I'm sorry, I'm gonna fuck this word up. Abrahamic religions. Is that correct? Yeah. They celebrate such pleasures. They did I read that thing? No, nope. celebrate such pleasures like they did. Scudder and Autumn like to invite guests for over for wild sex parties centered on the uh, centered on the pink room. Indeed, painted entirely pink. This pleasure chamber was filled with mattresses, candles, whips, chains, pornography, and even a log book listing guests and sexual predications, like what they preferred. Uh, with Scudder and Autumn encouraging all their corpse manor guests to indulge their every whim in a haze of sex and drugs, things were bound to eventually implode, but things ultimately came too far uh, bloodier than anyone had likely imagined. Among the locals that Scudder and Autumn invited th them ugh, invited into their homes for parties and sexual adventures of one of their kind or other were 17-year-old Kenneth Avery Brock and his roommate, 30-year-old Samuel Tony West. Inform information is scarce. Reports vary. Brock had several homosexual experience encounter with Scudder at the Corpse Manor, and eventually Brock brought West there for more of the same, or at least for free booze and drugs. That's where I am mine. Okay, we are going to take a little break. And we'll be right back. Hello and welcome back. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you had nothing to go for. The, <laughs> no, it, it sounded like you had something to go, but I, then you just forgot I, it. Halfway. I did. <laughs> Hello <laughs> and welcome back. I was going to say um, to Arcane Obscura, but it's like, you know this already. Welcome back to this episode of Durgan Ball Arcane Obscura. Yeah. Okay, so we left off when they invited um, Kenneth and Samuel to mm -hmm. the parties. So. Uh, Kenneth has been to the parties before. Yes. But Samuel, uh, Kenneth brought Samuel this time. Now. Supposedly, I don't remember. Did you do the sexual encounters thing? Kenneth had had been there a few times yes. before. Yeah. yeah, him and uh, Scott are supposedly had the sexual encounters. Yes. But I didn't say it. I did imply it. But I realized I didn't so he, they had he had been there several. He times. had been okay. there a few times. I wasn't before. sure about that because I bring that up later. There are um, con there are conflicts. Uh, people said because he initially said that it wasn't consensual. But he kept going there. Well, that's what I was going to get at. Why would you but, keep going and then he back his friend with if him? it's not consensual? Yeah. Um, I, I guess he just... But this was the 60s, I think it was. So... No, it was after that, wasn't it? It was... It's still early. No, you're right. It was like 87. Yeah, it was the 80s. It was the 80s. But, but homosexuality was still... Was very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Look down upon. Yeah, look down upon, and, it, and a lot of people were secret. closeted about yeah. it. So I, it makes sense that he would have said, "No, I wasn't having sexual relations with a man." Well, because I even wrote here, you know, um, 
the other dude, uh, West, was strongly opposed to uh, homosexuality. Homosexual. Yeah. But he said that he was taken advantage of. Right. And like, then I said, like... They went to this... So what I read implies there were multiple parties and times it happened. And, like, why would you willingly keep going back? So Kenneth someone's... is the one who said it was... He, Kenneth went there multiple times. I think this was West's first time. Yeah, but Kenneth was but the one still, who had sexual encounters. Why yeah, would you go back if it was forced on you? Also, West knew what he was doing. Like they, they knew like this is what they did. If you weren't up for it, why are you going? Yeah. Nobody was making them go. Anyways, that that's just it was a weird statement. Yeah, it was I weird. Kept seeing... I think he was. I think since it was his roommate and his roommate was against it, he said he just said it was against yeah, his Well, that's will. what I'm saying. I, yeah. I think he, this was back in the 80s when it was looked down upon, so I think he was just saying it so he wasn't, like, also ostracized. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But, yeah. Okay, well, Brock and West eventually decided that they were just going to go to one of the parties under false pretenses and rob them in their yep. secluded home. Uh, I don't know if you had this, but they, they, West thought they were extremely wealthy. Yeah. Well, they lived in a nice place and but it was, like a little mini castle. Yeah. As it was but described. He built it himself. Yeah, he did. But he also always had drugs and alcohol. And I mean, so he might have just naturally assumed. 12,000 doses. Yeah. So that's what he brought. Who knows what else he brought? So anyway, their intent was to go there and rob them of all their wealth. So on December 12th of 1982, they headed to Corpsewood along with two other local teenagers, Joey Wells and Teresa Hudgens, and they brought guns. I did also read that the two that came with were on a date. Were they? So that yes. was interesting. <laughs> that they were on a date together at the time. It was supposed to be like a riding around date. It was weird. It was an interesting date. It was extremely weird. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I just read one article which stated that. I'm like, I don't... Okay, sure. All right, and so when they first arrived, they, they acted normal. They pretended they were just there to party, and they did. They had some homemade wine that uh, I think it said Scudder made. Delicious. And probably a deadly <laughs> mixture, huffing mixture, of varnish, paint thinner, and other chemicals. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, they were all fucked up. So after a while of partying, they decided it was time to get down to business. So Brock retrieved a rifle from the car and came back, shooting and killing both dogs and Odom. They then grabbed Scudder and showed him the basically bloody aftermath of the attack, trying to use that, I guess, as leverage to force him to talk and tell them where he kept all their money. Yeah. And like we just mentioned, the problem being, there wasn't any riches or money. No. But they refused to accept it. When they eventually did, they shot Scudder five times in the face, which is fucking overkill. Yeah. Then they stole what little they could find, and they fled the scene. I hope they didn't steal the pink cargo. <laughs> they made it the one valuable. All the up. diamonds were hidden in the gargoyle. if that pink gargoyle was ever found. <laughs> So they made it all the way to Mississippi on their run, which isn't very far. No. Oh, it stayed over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah While in Mississippi, in another robbery attempt, they killed another man by the name of Kirby Phelps. This murder happened on December 15th. That was pretty much the reign of terror. Yeah, it was kind of fucked up. On though. December 20th, Brock returned to Georgia and turned himself in. On December 25th, West turned himself in in Tennessee. 
as if that was going to make things easier after what they did. This I always kind of wondered about this. Mm-hmm. People who turn themselves in. Yep. <laughs> I'm showing Chris the a picture pink gargoyle. of the pink gargoyle. I'll have it on uh, Instagram. Yeah. So, I, you know, I always wonder when people turn themselves in that they think they're going to get, like... Less punishment? Yeah. Like I, like I wrote here, like, is it, like, is it that they don't want to live on the run? Oh, that's a better picture. That is. That's a better picture. So I only saw a black and white picture before. That's, send me yeah, that yeah, picture yeah. so I yeah. can use it. This looks new. It's probably when it was done. This looks like a, a, a like a recent photo. Well, I've seen the recent photo. It's barely, it's like ruins. Yeah, I know. Yeah, send me that picture if you can. Sure. So, um, I always wonder when they turn themselves in if it's they don't want to be on the run for the rest of their lives. Right. Or are they truly remorseful and believe they need to confess? Or are they just like, I done made a boo-boo. I can go free now, right, because I confessed? Yeah, I, I confess. I did a bad, but I'm okay now. I confessed. Look, you know, I told I'm a, a lie, good person. And now I'm telling the truth. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I wonder that too. Um, or, like, in these cases, it wasn't for notoriety. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do want to know this, that too. Now, in the end, West was found guilty of two counts of murder and sentenced to death. And Brock, who pleaded guilty, received three consecutive life sentences. I could not find anything about the other two. I don't. I think they left before this point okay. because I could never find anything after. Yes, yeah. it was stated that they're also there. Unless they were younger. Do I have their ages? I don't have their ages, but it says they two were on a date, so it makes it sound like they were younger. So if they're younger, their names wouldn't be anywhere. Yeah, they so. probably didn't even know that this was going to happen. I doubt it. I don't know. Yeah, I, but, I mean that's really all I have. Because that's once the murder's done, it's done. They yeah. just go and confess. Yeah. <clears throat> it's nice, nice and I wouldn't say sweet, short and sweet, but it short wasn't and dark. short and it wasn't sweet. No, it was kind of cool. Short and dark. Yeah, it was kind of cool though. Now, go ahead. There's something I want to point out because it annoys me. Sure. Reading things like this. Sure. Is that in a lot of cases where people like this are involved. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not all the cases, but it's continually pointed out that, he's that they're homosexuals and Satanists. Satanists. I know, but Every the problem time I is, looked up this. Uh... The, uh, the Church of Satan is atheist. Yes, and the Temple of Satan is agnostic. Yes, neither of them believe in the devil, but they bring it up like this is. Or a... neither of them worship the devil. No, and they bring it up like, look, they were gay and Satanists, so of course this was going to happen yeah. because. You know, they were evil, evil people. There's a book written about this incident. Yeah. And it follows them, like, a little bit before, uh, during, and then after. <laughs> Reading that book, by the way, is kind of funny, because at least the first two pages, because I didn't read the whole thing, um, I was just trying to see what, like, that point of view was, um, made it seem like there were these, like, crazy, devil-worshipping gay guys. I'm like, I think that's what they were no i, I mean, think i think they didn't worship the devil they believed in what the church of satan says is just have fun don't yeah. hurt people if you want to party right. party Making indulge your in your life pleasurable yeah base pleasures like they said yeah. sex whatever you want drugs because i you know i read the, all that shit back in the day mm-hmm. and almost joined and the whole thing was 
do what you want to do, have fun, enjoy your life. Don't listen to basically the, the Christian rules of like premarital sex and things like that. Just don't hurt other people. Yeah. I know like the biggest rule of like the church of Satan is like do what makes you feel good but not hurting other people. Yeah. And that's like how that's I kind of live recklessly anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, somebody put a term to it just to piss people off. So <laughs> maybe I should join yeah. it. That's literally why they named it that stuff, just to piss people <laughs> if off. If you read into like a lot of Anton LaVey stuff, everyone like goes really hard about like he, he did a lot of like Satanistic rituals and all this. I'm like, I'm. Yeah, they had orgies and did little weird thingies, and yeah. it wasn't like summoning. But he, uh, but like, but he does have a book out too that's also like satanic rituals. Yes, which also see, I never read I that think, one. I think though the reason why he did that was he loves to push boundaries. Well, he did. I mean, he said the reason why he called it that was basically to piss off exactly. Christians. We so know I why think he, he put out the book just to piss them off even I more. I think so too. So everyone's like, "Look at this! He's a devil worshiper." I'm like, "I don't think so. I think he intentionally did this." Just to annoy people. Yeah. I don't think he actually believes in, like, worshipping the devil. No, because and... they don't believe in God or the devil. Yeah. So it's real funny to me. Everyone keeps pointing to it as if it's, like, real. Yeah, and I, I just hate how they use it as, like, um, it's almost like a witch hunt type thing. Yeah. Like, look, clearly because they were Satanist and gay, Yeah. this is going to happen to I, me. I halfway want to pick up, like, like start using... Um, like actually being a follower of the Satanist church because right now whenever people do ask me I just tell them I'm agnostic because the church of Satan or the temple either one yeah, yeah I didn't one. join a church because it cost money I did join the temple I gotcha um but I, I've always I, but they're the ones that are doing all that fucking crazy shit good shit now yeah standing late, up for people yeah and... lately I've been thinking about actually like joining the well you know it's interesting since church. I I'm a member of the Satanic Temple. Mm-hmm. I'm also an ordained reverend. <laughs> Isn't that Does a that bit mean... contradictory? It's not, no, no, because it's, it's a non-denominational. Oh, interesting. So you're technically a reverend of the Church of Satan? Temple. Different organizations. I'm sorry. Temple. <laughs> this is the same thing. That's as what like, I was wondering. Can I combine the these as, two? Is as being a Orthodox Christian and uh, fucking. It's like, ah, uh, we're both Christians, but just slightly different. I'm like, fuck you. Shut up. Well, the one was based in like New York City. One was based in Salem, actually. Yes. So I was. I'm like one. I've seen a lot. I'm like, so wait, if I'm an ordained reverend and I'm a member of this church, does that make me? A... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. But yeah, it's always interesting. Well, I, the thing with me is like you know I love contradiction. That's I love I love religious symbology, even though I'm agnostic. Religious symbology. And I love like you know, like the cross. Like there's a cross in my car. And, you know, I, I was gonna. I don't have. I have like three rosaries. I wear a cross. I yes. wear pentagrams. Yeah. I was gonna buy a new rosary that I can actually wear daily. I, I wear a durable one. Or have zero religious icons of any kind I, I love them i just don't know why the only religious icon i can think of that i might have is my bookmark that i took from you oh yeah baphomet it's baphomet i think that's it i don't have any crosses i don't, I don't have... even know what it is i think it's just like such a little tiny symbol it has so much power to people for some reason yeah well symbolism is a, a huge thing in our culture well i know my therapist was confused 
she asked me once, she's like, I'm kind of confused about your beliefs. I'm like, why? She's like, because you're wearing a rosary, but instead of a crucifix, you have a pentagram on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because it's, I like the contradiction. Yes. I'm like, that's it. There's yes. no other meaning behind it. Also now in this day and age, a lot of people do this kind of stuff with just because it's a fad of wearing like religious things. A lot of people are huge into the goth slash like uh, yeah. scene and emo kind of like the alternate people are kind of becoming a fad right now, which is okay, but no, it's, it's kind of annoying out. at the same time because I've had this discussion before where a lot of these people are getting tattoos of Wicca symbols and satanic symbols. No idea what they are. Exactly. That's my See, issue. I at least know it. what they mean. That's that's my issue <laughs> with it. There's nothing wrong with getting a tattoo because you like it, but at least know what it is. Yeah. Don't just get it because it looks cool. Well, you know, I told my daughter about that once. They were running around school making a joke like, have you met our Lord and Savior Lucifer? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you do know he's an angel, right? She's like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, go over to the bookshelf and grab the Bible and read it sometime. <laughs> She's like, I don't really want to. I'm like, well, you know, if you ever want to get into discussions with people about religion, pro or against, whatever you decide you want to do, because mm-hmm. it's her life, not mine, read up on the stuff so you know what you're talking about. Yeah. No matter what you're debating, you know, research it. Yeah. Research like, I know what the things mean. That's kind of why I right. like them. Right. I love a lot of, like, satanic... I, or at least quote-unquote satanic iconology because a lot of people are like, look, it's satanic. But it's like, no, that's just, like I said about the Leviathan cross, yes, you can be using like satanic symbols, but the Leviathan cross is just the symbol, the alchemical symbol for alchemy. And a lot of these kind of like symbols that people are saying satanic have nothing to do with satanism in their origin. Well, I, I just, I don't I like both sides of them. No, I like... I don't know if I like crosses. I'm not a huge cross fan. I get it. But, um, yeah. Both are interesting. I like most of them, even like, not even like the typical Christian, Satanist ones, like all other religions. Oh, so you're like Buddhism. Yeah, I love all this. uh, I love all this, like, uh, symbolism and. Muslim. I just think they're pretty cool. Jewish. Um, I was going to say something else. Shinto. Oh, I know on my, uh, my temple certificate it's got like a purple symbol on it right i was talking to someone and they were like yeah i got the one with the the female symbol on it yes yes we talked about this and when i looked it up it's you know i I was picking the one i wanted and i'm like oh purple uh blue venus yeah i'm like yeah that's that's venus that's lucifer's star that's not the female Mm -hmm. well it is also the female it is also the female but it's also the symbol for venus which is his star and that's why it's on that. Yes. He is the morning star. Um, yeah, but it is quite interesting. I Which, like you know, the whole... I found out that there was a whole thing about how Venus never goes above a certain height in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then I never read too much. I read a little bit. And I'm kind of wondering if that also goes with the whole legend of Lucifer, how he can't get back to heaven. That star can only go so high. Probably. So I'm thinking that ties into it. Almost certainly. Yeah, Religion that's what goes... I was thinking. Was almost certainly that's why that star never goes <laughs> yeah. above. Because they said, you know, Venus never goes above a certain point in the sky. Yeah. And that's why it became a big symbol in a lot of things. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering if that's why they say Lucifer can never get to heaven. Because that's, that's supposed to be his, him. Star, yeah. You know, trying. Makes sense. Or something. Ugh. Now I'm just going to lean heavily into the Satanism stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you basically leave, lean heavily into being agnostic. Yes, yes. No, absolutely. I'm going to get the uh, pentagram drawn on my back. It's going to be great. Just get on your forehead. <laughs> dead center. Yes, dead center. Now, slightly offset, so it really pisses off the people oh, that have OCD, fuck. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to piss off everybody slightly if you're going for it. Slightly above the left eyebrow. Yeah, just, just tiny, tiny bit off. Slightly crooked, tiny bit off. Pentagram's not straight. It's yeah. slightly tilted to the side. Too. Yeah, and like one point of the star is smaller than the rest. The guy <laughs> can't draw the star properly. You just then you could fuck with the people that have OCD and the people that are all Dude, about perfection. It's, it's it's. I used to drive this girl nuts in high school. What's the opposite of a cure all? I don't. Yeah, it'd be that though. Fucking annoys everybody. I uh, there's a girl in high school I dated for like a week, but she was all about like she she would ask me why like how can you have like. You know, your one ear pierced three times and your other ear gauged and you only pierced your one eyebrow and you only pierced the other side on your lip. And I'm like, She didn't like your asymmetry? Yeah, and I said, that's why. I love it because it's asymmetrical. Yeah. She loves symmetry. She said, People are supposed to be symmetrical. Yeah, I like asymmetry as well. That's why I got my, like, my left ear was pierced before I even touched my right ear. And I only recently started gauging my ears. And both of them are being gauged, but my left ear still has more piercings than my right. Think that's dedication? No. I cut off my left testicle, so I only have one on the right to be asymmetrical. Oh my god! <sighs> Fuck! I, I cut off some of my toes and my left foot. <laughs> I cut off my left leg, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a left side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. I lobotomized the left side of my brain. <laughs> Damn it. Now I can't move my right arm. Fuck. What else does the left side do? Uh, is left it side. Creativity? I think it is creativity. So I can't draw for shit. I mean, I can't. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Arcanum Obscura. Uh, if you liked our episode, sh- like, share, and follow. Our, and if you'd like to contact us via our social medias, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at arcanumobscura. Our Instagram is arcanumobscurapodcast. And then you said we have a Telegram? Yes. Which is arcanumobscura. Also, I mentioned that saint thing on my wrist. If people keep hearing that jingling throughout the podcast, that's it. <laughs> I keep those every time I move, it jingles. I have my keys. Yeah, but you actually got to grab the keys and shake them. That's just. Yeah, well, it's on my hip. When I walk around, you can hear them. Because your hips sway like a woman. Yeah. My hips don't lie. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that's a good one, you bastard. <laughs> You're stealing my role. <laughs> I. Now I've become the master. The student has become the master. <laughs> Not yet. You gotta be a better asshole than me. I can't be a better asshole than you. It's a it's a it's, it's, new level to climb to. It is. I mean I set the bar high. You really do. You don't just set the bar high, you set it high, then take it and fucking throw it. <laughs> yeah, now you there can is no bar, pussy and walks away. I remember that one day when I was what the fuck were we doing? I was working on the mower. And Oh everything like I remember this day. Because I think I know which one you're I think about. I had to put a new grease fitting on. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you said something, and I turned it into something gay. And then you said something, and I turned it into something yeah, gay. Yeah, and it just yeah. kept going. It went for like yeah. five, ten it minutes. It was a grease fitting, too. And then you're just like, 
fuck, I can't keep up with you, and walked away. Yeah. We were putting in a new group. I don't remember what I said either, but I was like, I don't remember the words. Fuck, I can't take it, and I walked away. <laughs> and I think Vinny helped you with the rest of it. Probably. Oh, we're done. One of the two. I think we were, it only takes one person. I think you were just standing there. It was a, pretending. A lot of times we'll pretend to it, help just so we don't get in trouble. The beginning or it was after lunch? No. It was in the morning getting them more ready. It was the beginning of the day. But like the thing is, in a certain part of the year when it's dark in the morning, we don't go out anyway. Yeah, there's nothing to do. So you get yelled at if you're just standing there. So you got to look like you're doing something, yeah. even if there's absolutely nothing to do. I feel like it, it, to give an example of my boss. If you're in a solid white room with marble floors, she will find something for you to do, even if there's nothing in that room. Yeah. Well, you just go, stand in that corner and breathe some oxygen yeah. over there. Test it how it is. And... No. To, I want to you to scrub an... those marble floors till they're not marble. They're just white. <laughs> to give you an example. I was trying to come up with a good example, is... but it's so hard to come up with an example yeah, of like, not hard. having anything to do. To give you an example of how my boss is, I've literally brought a brook, to, a brook, a book to work. I brought a whole brook. I've just brought it in, trees and all. Does this brook go in a circle? <laughs> anyway, I bought a brook. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! I brought a book to work and was reading when there was nothing to do. A brook a bot. I brought a brook a brook. Broccoli. Brick a brick a brick. Yes. I worked at a job where I was a recycling center attendant. Good book, though. Right? Yes. And it was out in the middle of nowhere. So we got, they still call them customers, the people that would come in and throw their garbage in the dumpster. We're customers. They're compactors. Customers? Yeah. So I worked 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Fridays Mm -hmm. at a remote location that had maybe three customers a day. If we were caught sitting down, reading a book, one guy brought in a VCR and a TV, got fired. You had to find something to do for 12 hours. How many times can you fucking sweep the ground? Keep sweeping the dirt. That's basically what you, they expect you to do. You can't bring a book. I'd bring my Kindle because it was small, so I'd flip it shut and slide it under the desk quick. I'd just sit there and read. What the <laughs> fuck? You can't expect somebody to sit there for 12 hours and not do anything to entertain themselves when there's no work to be done. Yeah. It's the same thing with um, guard duty. They know at certain points people get too lax and you have to switch out guards every so often because of that reason. Yeah. Because you have to have something engaging your brain. You can't just stand somewhere and do nothing. I would just drop acid and watch the elephants walk around. <laughs> I don't know. What elephants in this scenario? Exactly. Go drop some acid, you'll see them. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed. You have a great day. Yes, and a good night.